Ladies and gents, welcome to the house Funkadelic built. Nah, I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just messing with y'all. But welcome to the house that Foreign City built. This is the Basin Friday podcast, man. It's yours truly. I'm still waiting for my paycheck. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> can I get my paycheck, please? <laughs> Been okay doing all this work. Can I go get a paycheck for this? Welcome to the Basin Friday podcast, man. It's your truth, Mr. Phone Dell Jones. Make sure you guys follow us on all our social media platforms everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, uh, X. I was about to say Twitter. I forgot it's called X. <laughs> it's called X. You know, you can follow us. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And we probably got to be on, about to be on Thread as well, because Lord have mercy, Thread is just a bootleg Twitter that Instagram started up yet, yet again. They still in ideas. But, you know, we got to let the man, the myth, the legend, the house that Forna said he built. <laughs> Y'all know where I got that from, right? I got that from Robots. Y'all ever seen Robots? He said, this is the house sweetness built. I said, oh, I said, oh, I'm going to use that. I said, this is the house that Forna said he built. <laughs> Brother, the floor is all yours, though, man. Now nah, we don't get paid. Just an internship. <laughs> now nah, I'm kidding, but this is no. Nope, this show's over. <laughs> nope, I don't want to work. I'm not working. I'm talking about this is an internship. internship. You get paid with experience. Hey, nigga, intern. I said, how about that? Tell about some for the experience. <laughs> for the experience. Just think of the exposure. <laughs> I would like to get paid while we try to get exposure. I mean, goddamn. Jesus Christ, bro. They over here working, bro, for free. <laughs> now nah, you pay us <laughs> to show up. You got to pay to get through the metro. We don't reimburse you for nothing. I don't want to work here, man. If I got to piss, I don't want to work here. Why would, I, why would I pay y'all for me to show up? Why would I do that? <laughs> just, just, just think of the future. <laughs> the exposure. Listen, I'm all for exposure. I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Exposure. First of all, shout out to my boy Fred Taylor. Anytime I watch the Pivot podcast, exposure leads to expansion. That's a good line to say. I like that. But in this case here, exposure leads to payment. <laughs> Where is my paycheck? That's what I need. Where is my money? I won't say a whole word this whole episode if I ain't getting my money. Okay, so I hope you don't mind. See, it's this cheesecake store. You know, it's across this big bridge, right? I, um, If you're not too busy, you know, if you got time for the rest of the night, you know, maybe you get yourself a crew, you know, so you don't walk alone. But this cheesecake has to be here. I really love this cheesecake. Whoa, 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 whoa. What does cheesecake got to do with my money is the question. I understand. Listen, guys, if y'all like cheesecake, Go to the Cheesecake Factory or go to a mom and pop shop. Daddy answered my question. You got to go across the bridge. It's, it's, a, it's an experience, right? What do I have to go across the bridge for to get my money? I just been across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. I've been across it multiple times. I don't give a damn about that. I want my money. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about no Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Hell, every time I go across the bridge, I look straight. I don't look left. I don't look right. I don't like to I'll be damn ready to close my eyes because I see all that body water. Y'all know I first of all I'm gonna say on the show, I can't swim. I, didn't, I can't swim. I'm part of them black people that cannot swim. Yes, it's me. Those people that can't swim. Soon as I this is why I said if I ever was on a Titanic, it'll be a wrap for me. Soon as that boat tip over go like this, I'll be like, well, it's been an honor, Father. Father God. <laughs> We want to let you know as I'm about to hit this water. It looked pretty cold, too. What's it do for Family Guy? What's the weather? All oh, it cold. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, exactly. Like, ooh, it's cold in here. Nah, nah, we we need somebody like Ollie. You know, some of the weather people be talking too much. I'm like, is it hot or cold? All right, cool, great. I mean, I could be me. I could definitely be in that zone and be like, what's the weather for the day? Yeah, it's humid. Back to you. <laughs> 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 I, I just want to know, um, weather people, right? I, I just want to know, because you know what I mean? I used to do weather skits, and I probably started back up again. How do y'all determine 
the precipitation of the wind. And y'all looking at a green screen. How do y'all determine the precipitation? Like y'all to see them at y'all to see them when they do the, the, the news forecast when they doing the weather. That shit is a green screen. They be in that joint like and winds gusting from over. I'm like, how the hell do you know where the winds is coming from? You are indoors. You looking at the screen, they telling you, they tell the winds is coming from the north. The winds can be coming from the east, for all I know. How how sweet? Don't, don't get me wrong, keep getting your money, keep getting your paycheck. But how do you know where the wind is blowing from and you are inside? I'm not a weatherman, but I know how they read the screen. You have a smaller screen in front of you. So that's how they know like where to point. That's a bunch of bull. <laughs> the, the thing about it is like it's reverse. So you gotta get used, like when it's pointing to the right, you gotta go left. And the other way around. That's why you see a lot of people when they have like random people doing it. They oh, excuse me, oh, oh, they jumping around. You gotta get used to going the opposite direction. It's basically married. No, nope. I want my shit authentic. I need somebody outside telling me where the winds is coming from. How am I gonna trust you when you looking at the goddamn screen? I need you to be out there, Joe. Sam, what is the weather out there? Here, here, Joe. Yep, they sure coming from the east side over here. Thank you. I'm like, thank you. At least you know, cause let's be real. We half time we've been outside when it was raining and we thinking like okay everything's good. The rain blowing this way. Now you gotta see it turn this way. You're like, oh shit, the rain blowing this way. So now I gotta get my back. I don't want you gotta tip the umbrella because all the rain blowing this way. See, that's a problem. See, if I was an all a weather man, my shit would be authentic as hell. That's what I'm saying. Y'all just saying. But we ain't gonna hog the episode talking about weather people. We gotta get into today's episode, you know, man, because this is the house that Fool and Sally built. What do you got? Talk to the people. This is your house, and let's let's make let's make Aaron's house a Maxwell house. Oh no! It's your boy Aaron Fuentes. Say, did introduce myself back again with another episode, Basement Friday Podcast. What we got for our five minute rant? Mm. I think I think you know we're gonna go ahead and skip the five minute rant because I think that was, I think I was five. I, I, I think that was it. I, was, that was I think that was it. I think we gotta get right into you know. The man of the hour, Tory Lanez, what ten years of prison? What you got to say about that? No, I'm gonna let you speak first before I speak on that nonsense. I'm gonna let you go first on that. I'm gonna let you go. First. I don't know. I'm gonna let you go first on that. This whole situation is, uh, you know, like I think a lot of people started looking at like all the people does against Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, this whole case, I I have been loosely following it. By loosely, I mean not really paying attention, just seeing people talk about it on the timeline. But he got 10 years. A lot of people said it wasn't enough. A lot of people said, you know, they should have put him under the under the jail cell. I mean, hey, you know. Apparently shot Meg in the foot. Some people said she wasn't injured. She was twerking like a couple days ago, a couple days later. I mean, hey, you 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 shoot somebody, you know, one minute you're innocent. It, it's just all over the place. I don't see how they made the judgment. The case is all over the place. It, it sounds like a bunch of hearsay. Like, it's not like a stable court case, you know, where it's like, all right, did this person do it or not? Get the evidence. We got evidence. All right, this person going to jail. It just seems like, a, like they sentence based off of rumors. First of all, the doctor even said that Meg didn't get shot in the foot. She got grazed by glass. But the whole situation with this Tory Lanez going to prison nonsense, Tory Lanez going to prison is the perfect example of the system just trusting anything a woman say. I know I might get canceled, but God damn it, I'm going to say. This is why they say women will lie. And they're lied that like there's there's men in prison right now because of a woman's lie. Doing hard time because of a woman's lie. It's men in jail, it's men in jail that got accused rape, ain't never touched that girl. But guess what? Who they gonna believe? They gonna take the woman's side 90% of the time. It's women. It's, is men in prison for what? Shooting, he shot somebody else because clearly, oh, she was messed by 
He was messing with her girl the whole time. His girl was the one that started the whole situation. But yet, this man's doing time. This man is doing time. Now, this whole Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation, I thought it was BS from the jump, number one. If Megan Thee Stallion, Stallion is the biggest faker on the planet, that Gail King interview, I don't know if everybody, I'm sure everybody's seen it. I know I've seen it. I sat and watched it. The whole Gail King situation, the whole Gail King interview, you could tell Megan Style was lying the entire time. She was, <laughs> look, Gail literally asked her one question, and it's funny how the tears just dried up. She was just like, So you got were you guys romantically? Say what? She was like, Yes, romantically, Megan. You know what romantic means. Like Gail wanted to be like, now you know damn well what I meant when I said, are y'all romantic? No, we're not romantic. I was like, I said, man, you would. She's she's the she was the definition of like <laughs> dramatic as hell. But then you back on stage talking about somebody yada 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 yada. Go sit your ass down somewhere. Now again, I might catch a lot of flock for this. Don't go on. Don't go in the house that phone said it built. You can take all the smoke to me. Do I believe that? Do I believe that Tory Lanez should be in prison? No. You know what I mean? Do I think he's been on hard 10 years? No. Because it's already been proven. It's already been proven. Like, like you said, this case has been going off of he says, she says, rumors, allegations, all these different things. Didn't they say, didn't they say he didn't find no DNA? And he still got he still went to prison for some shit like that. So how you go to prison without no DNA? I mean, I watched a lot of law and order in my time. You can't prove nothing. Like you, if you if you pick up a gun and ain't no prints on there, and you steal somebody, still send somebody to prison. How do you know the shit is mine? You didn't find no prints on it. Like that's what that's what that's what's going on with this case here. Megan out here living her best life, while this man is doing ten years, probably for and again he didn't shoot her. But she, but she carried it so she carried it to the point where she got shot. She didn't get shot, even though, when the doctor said she didn't get shot. That's when I knew right in there. I said, "Oh yeah, I, I, your own doctor came out and said she didn't get shot." Why would your own doctor be against you? Your doctor be your doctor should be the first one to talk about some yeah, man. The bullet penetrated her ligament and all this. Your doctor be saying words we can't even pronounce. Being it, it tore her, it tore ACL sprain fracture. If you look at her big toe, right here on the face, they'll be showing your x-rays if you got shot. But your doctor said, yeah, you ain't, yeah, you ain't get shot. You got, your foot got grazed by glass. But you know, if that makes me the bad guy, so in bed. Earn the floor of yours. I think you should have stayed at Kylie's house. That's, that's what I think Tori should have did. Now you got people going on social media who are just like, yeah, and these are all the people who said that they didn't believe Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, like, what is that supposed to do? If there is a case and I have a certain opinion about the case and another outcome happens, then that doesn't mean I changed my case. That just means, hey, if I believe this person innocent and I see the evidence that confirms that this person innocent, they still go to jail. That doesn't mean I still think that doesn't mean they're automatically guilty. I still think they're innocent, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, especially in this climate, we got we got me too, where it's like believe all women and things like that. If I'm in New York and situation goes down to LA, if I'm in New York, do you think that I did it? No, I did not do it because I'm in New York. The issue happened in LA. The way the internet works is, oh, but just imagine if he was in L.A. You never know. He could have been in L.A. And then they just run with that. They don't run with facts. They run with the fake narrative that they want to create. And they base it off of that. So automatically, you're guilty. Even if you didn't do anything. You can be in freaking Costa Rica (laughs) while this happened in L.A. And they were like, yeah, but... He looks like he could have did it. You know how men are, and they just run off that. It, it's crazy. It's like, bro, you can sit here and be minding your own business, 
trying to do your own thing and you're still guilty. This is why they say that even though men do it too, but ladies are the master of messing up a good thing. You know what I mean? Because let's be real, people believe women more than before they believe men over any situation on the planet. You know what I mean? So if you're if a girl if a girl would if I'm in if I'm in a relationship and a girl would DM me talking about something, oh I got the screenshots of mind you ain't never even talked to this girl. But guess what? If your girl see that a girl sending you tomorrow something, oh, did you break up with your girl yet? But I'm like, first of all, I don't even know who this girl is. But guess what? Your girl is gonna probably do what? Potentially break up with you because she think you cheated. You ain't never met this girl a day in your life. That's how easy a lot, that's how easy they believe women these days. Period. Most of the time. And like I say, it goes back to what I was saying where the world, the world will, the world will believe a woman without facts. With a man, you have to prove yourself from top to bottom if you're innocent or not. Women don't have to prove that they're innocent. All they got to do is whisper. That's it. It's over. You look at you look at Bill Cosby's situation, right? Now, granted, Bill probably did. I ain't gonna see her. <laughs> Bill probably did it. But mind you, you got women who who. Stepped up, what, 40 years later, said Bill raped me in the 70s. I'm not going to say as a judge, I'm not going to say as a judge, we don't look at this case. But if this if this man drugged you in the 70s, it's 2018. Why didn't you say something in the 70s or the 80s? Why did you wait down there 30 years, 40 years later to say to speak up about this situation? Why? The same thing you would say with R. Kelly. R. Kelly again, he, he did it too. But, but same thing. Definitely did it. Hmm? That man definitely did it. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, R. Kelly did it. But you look at you look at the R. Kelly situation. You don't think you don't think those women confirmed? They was like they. You don't think these women wanted golden showers? You think he just forced them to have golden showers? But again, this was happening, what, in the 90s? In the early 2000s? You wait 20 years later to come out and say, R. Kelly did this to me. After 20 years? I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting here, I'm not advocating saying these dudes should walk. But I'm sitting there saying, like, if something were to happen today, if something were to happen today, right now, at this moment, and I wait, what is it? It's 2023. If I wait till 2027, be like, yo, Ernie, man, guess what happened when we were doing the podcast back back in August of 2023? You're going to look at me like I'm crazy and be like, well, why you ain't say nothing then? Why you wait four years later to tell us about something that happened? Man, guess what happened on the podcast, man, right? It was crazy. I'm telling you four years later about something that happened in 2020. It is, 20, it is 2027. You know how much time has went past? Oh, you know what? Now I should speak up. Now I should speak up about um what happened four years ago. Why do you think why do you think why do you think even in the workplace they don't believe men but they don't believe women? You know how when men say, man, she tried to rape me. The world, the judge, the judge system in the world looking like, what? She tried to rape you? How? You see how laughable it is to the world? They're like, she tried to rape you? You're a man. How? I see y'all rape you. What? And the man is getting his ass whooped domestically by his wife. And the, and the sorry, I mean somebody called me. But listen, if somebody if you want to get your ass whooped domestically and the cops show up, who are they gonna arrest? The man. They not even gonna worry about the female. They gonna worry about the man. And you sitting looking like, yo, I got a black eye, busted lip. I got a cut under my eye, got a cut on my neck, and now they now who's in handcuffs? They are they are they are detaining you. You know what the girl's over there doing? She's just crying. She ain't got not a mark on her, but he got his ass whooped. And now everybody thinking like, what happened? She whooped your ass out. What do you mean? She 
But she cut me with a knife under my eye. She socked me under my eye. I got the damage to prove it. Sir, we're gonna have to take you down to the station. How sweet! I'm, I'm, I got my hands looked. I'm hurt. Look at her. She's not bruised. You, she can lift her shirt up. It's not. I didn't touch her. But look at me. I'm cut. I bloody everything. Sir, we're gonna have to take you down to the station for questioning. What the? F That's basically how it is, man. And it. It's crazy. You know, you look at the situation, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, it, it's a sad situation, man. But we want to see, you know, what happens with Tori. We want to keep uh, an eye on this situation, so to speak. But let's talk about Alabama, chair swinging. You know, while everybody's living their life, man, it's been a Royal Rumble happening down south, and it ain't WWE. Uh, I just want to get your opinion because looks like it was Sunday Night Heat, you know, Sunday Night SmackDown, Sunday Night Raw on a dock. <laughs> it, it 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 was it was something that was unexpected, but not even that. It's the fact that everything that happened transpired. Like it's not even the guy hitting the woman with the chair or the guy with the chair. It seems like what happened after these scenarios, every time like a white person, a black person uh, gets an altercation, there's a black person hitting somebody with a chair. The chair sales has gone up. Did, did you see the video? I want to get your opinions on the SmackDown that happened. You know, but I'm going to just say this one line before I give the urn, before I really dive in what I got to say. After watching what happened in Montgomery, in Alabama, the South, I'm just going to tell white people, I got no, got no beef with y'all, but I'm saying this, white people, you all got to realize, black people are not scared of y'all. We're not scared of y'all. And like I said, black and black, we got our own problems. We can act indignant over a lot of things, but black people are not scared of y'all. And I know, I know white people, y'all turn into Karen's real quick, try to be like, yeah, gang of them. Nah, like that. Y'all want to start doing it? We gonna whoop, like y'all trying to whoop? Yeah, we gonna whoop y'all ass too. I know, like I said, I know it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of, uh, a lot of backlash me saying that. Like, oh, it's a race thing. Well, it's black versus white. Kinda is a race issue though, but. Man, shout out to Aquaman. Uh, they they gave this guy, this kid, so many names. The sixteen year old kid who was worth working for the boat company. Uh, mm. They gave him so many funny names. They made the whole scenario seem like the Avengers. Dude literally swam across <laughs> from where he was. That's dedication. Just 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 to throw hands. That's dedication. Like imagine swimming. And the Anacostia River, just to throw hands. You see your man's getting beat, just to throw hands. Oh yeah, my clothes have been burnt off by the time I got there. <laughs> I would have been there. My clothes have been burnt off. Radioactive. You throw a punch, your skin. I mean, you still got the bone, so you could throw a punch. But hey, that's dedication to the cause, man. When you look at this situation here, man. It's one of those type of situations where I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's a race issue. It is. It's black versus white. Well, how would you describe it? But see, the problem is, is, and, and see, let's say white folks, I love y'all, but, well, I, I got no beef with y'all personally, but you guys tend, y'all will try to, do certain things and think like, oh, we can do it. We can get away with this black as white people. Not, not all the time. Not necessarily. Now, for Unk that was over there swinging the chair, well, you've been watching a lot of wrestling, bro. <laughs> ECW, ECW, you brought, you brought a chair. Like the crazy part about it, and, and I, I can semi-agree with a lot of people. Everybody was like, well, at least ain't nobody get shot. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, but you swinging a chair isn't any better. Though. Like, let's be real. Like, we all grew up watching wrestling. We know wrestling was staged, 
But can you imagine repeatedly getting hit in the head with a chair? Like repeatedly. I'm talking about somebody swinging it at full force. We ain't talking about no wrestling when somebody just ah lightly tap you and they sell it. No, we talking about somebody actually like yeah, hitting you with a chair. Like, bro, you're gonna have a concussion. <laughs> you're gonna try to be hospitalized after that. Especially if, if it's like what? One of them like metal, one of the metal uh cookout chains? Oh yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be concussed after that. You're gonna be done. Even if it's one of them semi, them semi cook, any any chair that you bring to the cookout, regardless. Right. If I swing this chair right now that I'm sitting in at full force, mind you, this is a uh, this is one of uh, them lawn chairs that y'all fold up when you go to like the children's games and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of these chairs. But imagine if I just fold this joint up and I just get to swing it like a baseball bat at, at full force. I'm gonna do damage with this. So it, it's thinking about it like that, right? Um, I mean, like I said, before I give the earn, I'm gonna be I'm gonna just give y'all the cardinal rule. There is no rules and there is no fairness when it comes to a fight. It's no rules. Y'all thought everybody was going to be in there throwing blows? Yeah, but if somebody get up and hit you with a trash can or you can't be too mad, there's no rules to a street fight. Or you can say a, a riverboat dock fight. There's no rules. If somebody were to pick up an anchor and swing that joint, I mean, you better duck. That's the best I can do. If somebody would have smacked you with a fishing pole, you better duck. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to get hit with a fishing I don't know where the chair came from, but like, hey, more power to them. I don't know. I don't condone violence. I'm not promoting violence. I'm just saying anything can happen in a street fight. And in that type of situation, you already know somebody's going to break something. Lucky anybody get shot. Now, if that was a black on black fight, somebody would have probably, it would have probably been a gun somewhere involved. But Lucky for that, lucky it was just it was just fist flying. That's all. It was just fist flying, fist blow. That's all it was. So I was all right, cool. That's all right, cool. And chairs, <laughs> and then, with that chair, boy, he was yo, he was killing it though. But fist and chairs, man. But it 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 just the way it happened. I mean, one word you could sum it up is justice. You know, uh, the guy the guy who was the security at the dock, the black guy, was just trying to do his job. Right, you know, because their little boat was in the way of that big ferry. The ferry needed to dock, so the guy was like, "Hey, can you move your boat so the ferry can dock, so the people can get off?" For some odd reason, these white guys decide they don't want to jump on the black guy. The black guy just happened to throw his hat in the air like it was graduation, you know, nah, like it is. That's the new black, that's the new black bat signal right there. Yeah, that's the bat signal. And then he was getting beat. And then you had it, it, it just happened like different times. You know, you had a couple come over and then they started to leave. But then when they leave, that's when the that's when the Avengers came through. That's when the black people came through. Mm-hmm. You know, and they was like, Hey, you think you're getting on this boat and dipping out? Oh no. So they they literally brought him off the boat and started throwing hands. And then more white people came and then more black people came. And then you got the homie, the 60 year old homie swimming over, you know, I mean, him by himself, he can even the odds, you know, that man was Civil War Captain America by himself. You know, he was Black Falcon, but you had so many different angles. You had the ferry, everybody screaming, you know, cameras at different angles, chairs swinging, people throwing fists, you know, guys hitting girls, equal rights, equal lefts. Uh, you had, and not only was the guy getting hit with the chair, the woman got hit with the chair too. You know, they was throwing hands at everybody. But, you know, you had the guy on the intercom on the, on the ferry who was like egging it on and really making it a spectacle. And then police came through. And what was interesting about the police is they it wasn't like hey you're getting arrested they was like y'all kind of deserve it but i'm gonna need to arrest you on camera but i'm gonna let you go because y'all was in a right i just need to you know because we got cameras on us we gotta do our job you know i'm gonna need to hold you over here but hey that was a nice swing though that was a nice swing but this whole situation all i can sum it up is justice y'all shouldn't have beat up on the man you should have mind your business. 
See, they think black people not unified. Like I said, we may not, we may got our own issues, we may got our own problems. But one thing black people do, especially when it comes to a racial issue, yeah. oh, black people gonna throw hands. We don't even gotta know them. If me and Aaron didn't know each other on the street, and it was like a brawl going, like if Aaron was getting attacked by multiple white people, like like by himself, and again, man, if I ain't know Aaron, like and me and me the group. Like and me, me and probably a couple of other people probably be like, hey, there's a lot of white people talking. Oh, ho, 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 ho. we're gonna go over to even the odds. We don't know that, brother. But well, what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna sit right here and beat up on a black person all because you you mad about something. Yeah, that's we're not we're not gonna let we ain't gonna allow that to happen. You know what I mean? Make sure you good, you straight. Y'all might dab each other up, and y'all might go about y'all business. But one thing about it is when it comes to racial issues. Black, black, black people. We're gonna be unified for racial issues, though. Hundred, oh, we hundred percent. We're gonna be unified for racial issues. So, for the white guys, y'all won't beat up on the black on the black guy. I'm gonna just tell y'all like this: you, y'all got what y'all deserved. Y'all got your ass whooped. Yeah. Y'all got your ass whooped. Hundred percent. Did you see that video where the guy he had two black guys and a busted nose and? No, nah, I didn't want. I didn't see that one. Yeah, he he really got it. But I mean, what what y'all expecting? And see that, and that's what I'm saying. This, and that's and that's what I'm saying, though, right? Anytime, and again, not even, not only just the uh, not only just the Alabama situation. Like I see this on the internet all the time, all the single time. Was, every single time, I would literally see like like I would see white people arguing with black people, and they use the N word. And then they get their ass whooped. And it's kind of just looking like, well, you brought that on yourself. You, of all people, know the N-word coming from a white person is offensive to black people. You know that. So how are how you going to throw the word out but then get mad behind the, the consequences that come with it? You know what I mean? I was recently watching a video where a group, it was like a group of black girls, and it was like, uh, it was like a white couple, black dude. It was a, a white dude, uh, white girl. They got beat up in the airport. They call a group of females. They call they they said the N-word. They got their ass whooped in the airport. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, I mean, first of all, all these girls ratchet as hell, so you know they ready for whatever. I'm talking about they had bonnets and slides on. I said, you already know they ready to throw down with the quickness. Yeah. I said, you already know they ready to throw down. But and I'm sitting there thinking like, what do y'all think was gonna happen? Now, mind you, he took most of the damage. And like he covered his wife, like he took all the blows and the kicks. But it's you look at the same thing. I was like, you guys cannot go attack black people and expect nothing to happen. Like, yeah, we can be a boy, but this is not the sixties. You know, we all know how it was back during the Jim Crow era. White people can beat up on a black person just because, hey, I don't like you. They can beat up on a black person and not get away with it. I mean, and not not go to jail, not do nothing. They just be a black person. Aaron, I don't like you. And it just start beating you up. Aaron over that joke bloody as hell. But you know what these dudes do? They get right back in their pickup truck and they go about their day like ain't nothing happen. That's how a lot of some white people think these days. Thinking like, yeah, we can still beat up on black people. Nah. I said, I said, look, back then, maybe now, if I was white people, I was I'd be scared of black people. Black people dangerous as hell. <laughs> black people dangerous as hell. I'm gonna be real. Black people dangerous as hell. Especially the history between black and white. I'm not saying I'm beefing white people, but I'm just saying, as white as as a white person, I don't think you want to be for black people. I don't. I don't think y'all. Want, I don't think y'all want to just be on black people's bad side. I'll put it to you like this: I wouldn't like if I was white. I wouldn't be scared of black people. I would just mind my business. You know. But but I get what you're saying, and I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. I'm saying for those white people that be trying to get tough, I'd be like, I wouldn't want, I don't wouldn't want to smoke with no black people. I'm sorry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Well, well, they just stupid, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they just stupid, you know. You got people. It, it it's a common law across, you know, everybody, every race, where you mind your business. But apparently, white people didn't get the memo. Nope. Like. And, and it's not even a racial thing. It's a fact. Like, when it comes mm -hmm. to every race, every race knows how to mind their business, except for white people. 
because the difference between other races and white people is audacity, right? Because we do live in a white person's world. Mm. So white people, not only is this an American thing, this is a worldwide thing where white people go into other people's countries and start thinking that they run stuff. And then the countrymen be like, no, you don't run anything. Like, no, this is not your land. This is our land. So you have to play by our rules. This is not America. And the thing that um, people should know, once you go into other people's countries, you should know the boundaries. It's like going to somebody's house, right? And they say, hey, take your shoes off. You don't come in with your muddy boots. I do what I want. And then F your couch. I do what I want. You don't do that. You respect their rules. You definitely get an ass woman at that point. Right. Like if they beat you and throw you out the house, you know, Jazzy Jeff style, <laughs> like you, you deserve that. But it's it's just like it you know it's bad when you know, shout out to Mama Todd who's on TikTok. You know it's bad when she was like, Y'all got exactly what y'all deserve, you know. When you got white people who like, look, I mean, y'all should have got beat worse, to be honest. They did y'all a favor, they taught y'all a lesson. You know white people messed up when other white people are like, yeah, yeah, you, you got what you deserve. <laughs> That's how you know. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, look, it called 099 to mind your business. 099 to say, all right, I see this man works here. He wants me to move my boat. Hey, guys, let's move our boat to the other side of the dock. So the ferry could come in. Everybody get off. They have their day. Let's not have the audacity to act like everybody is beneath us and we can do what we want. And yeah, this is the South, but that it is 2023. You know, it ain't 1960, whatever, where we can, like, like Funkadelic said, we could get away with beating up black people and nothing happened. There's a lot of black people around. <laughs> and most likely, they're going to jump off the boat, swim through the water. It could be people that's walking past and be like, oh, nah, cuz, and throw down. But I, I go back to what Funkadelic said. You know, usually if it's a black guy, white guy, one on one, you know, I'm gonna let them handle it. Right. Yeah. But if it's a situation where what we had on a dock, oh, no, like we ain't having that situation going down. And to be honest, that happened to anybody, you know, because for me, I see any of my Latino people getting beat on, I'm in there too. <laughs> in the the end thing, you see what I'm saying, but they did. They just should have mind the business. Lesson learned: Don't go beating up on people when they're doing the job. Now, my thing is this also too, and what white people y'all got to realize or understand is, we understand that you you guys are the majority in this world. We understand. We get that. There's nothing wrong with that. We get it. But y'all also have to understand that there's a time and a place for everything. Like some of y'all be just walk, be out and about walking, mind you. Even for black people, we know not to just be around certain neighborhoods. Like Ernest said, you can be legit minding your business, but it's just that that's just the area that you in. Yeah. Dudes will just walk up to you, but hey cuz, where you from? Hey homie, where you from? You ain't saying nothing to them. You just walking. But yeah, here they come, walking up to you, patting your pockets. It happens in the black community all the time. Now you got to get ready to throw hands for you. And again, you ain't saying not one word to them dude. You got to get ready to throw hands. Or you got to pretend to just get robbed and call it a day. You might pretend to get killed because that's how robbing some people up. You know, but same thing with black people. We, black people just don't go in the old Spanish Latino community because we already know, again, it's all... Like if you're going into a primary, like let's let's use for example, let's use right here in the DMV for anybody listening. Langley Park is a predominantly Spanish neighborhood. Langley Park is also known predominantly for a Spanish game, MS13. You don't just go into an MS13 apartment complex and thinking you ain't nothing gonna happen to you. Thinking like, well, I'm me, I'm funkadelic, I could go here, fam. They sit in the hallway. And then you always think like, oh, I'm about to walk in and walk out. Yeah, you can walk out, all right. 
you're going to get your ass whooped in the process because guess what? That mind your business thing, you got to also remember, it's about territory as well. Yeah. It's about territory. That's what I say, like, and and you and again, you think of you think of black people being in white neighborhoods. Why do you think cops are following them around? Why do you think cops are rational? You got a black face in a white neighborhood. Because the first thing they automatically assume is you belong around here. Especially if you dress a certain way. You going around there wearing do-rags, hats. You dressed in all black. Oh, yeah, they gonna look at you crazy because they're gonna think, you you from around here? Because because the, the small percentage of black people that live in their neighborhood, they look a certain way. Most of them probably wearing dress shirts, driving Teslas. Your ass pull up in a guy, your ass pull up in a damn Hellcat, a charger, bumping rap, bumping music loud out the speakers. You don't think they're gonna look at your ass? They're gonna already know you don't belong around here. They're gonna already know that off bucks. They're gonna be like, they're like oh, he bumping music? Oh, yeah, he don't belong around here. Whoop, whoop. And uh, what you guys doing around here? You know, you're just looking for some, looking for someone. Hmm. What house are you looking for? That's when the police will interrogate the hell out there because they know you don't belong around here. Territory. Yeah. It's all about territory. That's why I said I don't go a lot of places. I don't just be around hoods just because. I don't care. Even if I know somebody around it, I don't just go around people hoods like that. Because guess what? That's a potential ass we've been waiting for. You get robbed around it. You get shot around it. Some hoods, well, white people, y'all might don't know this, but in black neighborhoods, people shooting, bro, they like, you think like, oh, well, it's safe during the day. No, it ain't. Some neighborhoods, they shooting broad daylight. People get killed in broad daylight. They don't care. They do not care. But white people, y'all got to understand this. You have to understand. You guys are not untouchable. In no way, shape, or form. And that'd be the problem right there. And, and this is what I'm gonna relate to if I get back there. People that people that disrespect you while you're on the job. It's wild to me. The man was doing his job said, hey, can y'all move? I'm gonna be real with y'all. I come up in one of the most most disrespected fields, security. You know how I many people disrespect security guards? You can be like, hey y'all, y'all can't stand it. Man, what? Man, I stand right here. You like, fam, why are you trying to make my job harder, bro? All I'm trying to do is you can't be you can't be in here doing that. Like you come into a retail store, yeah, 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 bro. You know how many times I had to deal with rowdy kids throwing stuff in the store, and I, but the moment I say something, now I'm in the wrong. So I'm supposed to basically let you tear my store up just because it don't work like that. But then guess what? When you say something to them, they be ready to fight you at that point. They be ready to fight because you told them to do what? Hey, bro, y'all can't be doing all that in here, man. What? Man, what don't you know all over the place? Then because I'm doing my job. So the same thing with this dude. He was doing his job. Hey, I can't park that boat right there. Park on the other side. Now they ready to get out. They ready to get on the buses. Cause they felt some type of way because they told because he's doing his job. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I can relate to that. Oh, I can relate to that ignorance with the equipment. Being in security, oh bro, disrespect is disrespect comes with the job. Yeah. You can't be a sensitive security guard. It don't even that don't even add up. I tell you this though, like one thing I would white people would do more is like is like keep their ear to the ground, right? Like going back to what I was saying about the difference between other races and white people, it's like other races, you know, they keep their ear to the ground. They know your area. That's what mm -hmm. it is. Know your area. Like it's neighborhoods I grew up in, very dangerous, <laughs> very dangerous neighborhood. You see a white person jogging through, broad daylight. I'm like, you know, I I wouldn't do that, but if you want to do that, cool. Cause I mean, a lot of the stuff that I see on the news, right, and it's a unfortunate situation. I don't like to see anybody get hurt, but a lot of these situations, y'all kind of put yourselves in a situation, okay. because. If everybody else knows, like you said, not to go around this certain day, if you go out on Sundays at this certain time, you all good. But as soon as it starts getting dark, you might want to stay in the house. Nice. You know, you might want not want to walk your kids around this area. You can go here. All these areas are fine. But this territory, you don't want to do that. 
everybody else seems to know that, right? Wherever you move, what's the main thing people do? Look at the area. Is the area safe? Do you know somebody around there? Hey, what's it like around here? They start to ask questions, get data. All right, this area, not bad enough to where I feel like I moved shortly after, but it's it's not the best area. You know, like it's somewhere I can live. It's not the best, but it's livable. You know, if gunshots firing off like the 4th of July, then I wouldn't even bother moving around here. But it just seems that they just kind of move wherever and assumes that like everything is fine. Because what is true is white people live in one world and everybody else lives in another world. We live two different worlds, two different lives. You got white people's world and you got everybody else's world. Where white people world, they think their world is everybody else's world. So I can live in, you know, the inner city DC area, the one of the most dangerous neighborhoods. And I could go jogging at 10 o'clock at night and nothing's going to happen to me until something happens to you. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm so shocked this happened. How are you shocked? <laughs> you know, you got people who've been living there for years. Like, how are you shocked? Like, did, did you not do your research? How are you shocked? Why are you joking? And it's like, you would see like black people looking and shaking their heads. They're not saying that because you're white. They're saying that because you're running or at 10 o'clock at night. They, You got some black people like, hey, yo, um, I would not do that if I were you. Like they they don't say it to them right there. They like, hey, you moved around here. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I saw you jogging the other day. I wouldn't do that. Four o'clock, yeah, but not ten o'clock at night. But it is just, you know, I just keep it like this, man. The guy was trying to do his job. He threw the back signal. Vengeance came through and saved the day. Shout out everybody who was in there. Shout out to Aquaman, as they call him. C murder, S C A murder. <laughs> they got what they deserve, man. Now, I go back around neighborhoods that I grew up in all the time. Now, I'm be real, child. They probably not as bad as they used to be. Yeah, you know, because a lot of us got old lives left. You know, yeah, they clean like, minds up. Yeah, you know what I mean, live it. Like, and I tell people, I'm like, well, you look at probably back in twenty. 10, maybe 09. I said you couldn't I said you couldn't walk outside without the police out there. Police was out there every single day. You know what I mean? All the time. It was literally always something popping off. Every single time. Even the street that I used to live on. Police used to sit on there because why? Living across the street from a crack house. Literally. I'm talking about that they they literally was outside on the front lawn fighting all the time. Going up to the school, it'd be a cop sitting in the parking lot. Sitting at the bottom of the hill, it'd be two cops fit on the park. It'd be two cops sitting right in the middle of the intersection. One facing one direction, one facing the other direction. You couldn't even go up to the damn uh, rec center, because why? If you look to play, if you go on a basketball court, guess what? That ain't, it ain't, you don't, that's a basketball court you don't want to play on. That's outside. Ain't nothing out there but hood chicks, drug dealers, pit bulls, and cats out there rolling dice on the, on the, on the edge of the damn court. I said, you don't want to go down there and play basketball with them fans. You'll probably get your ass robbed over there. Right. Or but. Like, don't even try to be like, hey, yo, we got next. I'm like, dog, no, I'm not getting that game over there. Bro. Get your ass robbed over there. And they probably cheat like mud. They probably call you on foul, man. Foul, foul, foul. Bro, they probably be playing some wild rules down there. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, nah. But again, white people, y'all got to understand these guys. Even as black people, black people get robbed and killed in their own neighborhoods all the time, every single day. That's why I be. That's why I be telling people, I be white people, y'all got to pay attention to what I'm about to say to y'all. Black people live. A black person will live in a neighborhood all his life and still get killed around here. He like, yeah, I grew up around here. Yeah, I'm from around here. I know everybody around here. You still get your ass robbed around here. What that supposed to mean? That don't mean nothing. Especially with these new youngins, the new young gen, the younger than under twenty. Under 21? Oh, they don't have no cut cars. They pickpocket robbing, they stealing cars like that shit is nothing to them. The OGs might be a little bit different, but the youngins, yeah. oh, they oh they super wild. Yeah, the OGs, the ones that grew up like in our time. Yeah, they, they, they play by a code of rules, but these young ones, nah. 
Now they don't care, but they robbing people like this ain't nothing. Ski mask stuff and everything. They don't care. So white people, y'all gotta realize and understand that's what I say, territory. Territory. You don't you don't you don't do certain things and don't expect consequences and repercussions. It just don't fly like that. I'm not telling y'all that as I'm not telling y'all as I'm like, oh I'm anti-white people. I'm not get I'm not against y'all. I'm telling you how black people move. Cause I know a lot of, I know there's a lot of white people that never stepped foot in the black neighborhood. Now there's white people that jog through black neighborhoods because they're like, well, they're gentrifying, so it's okay. But we talking about those super black neighborhoods. We talk about those nigga, I would dude, you got them black neighborhoods that even as black people, you like, shit, I don't go around it. You know what I'm saying? I don't go around it. Cause we cause we know we have no business being around it. <laughs> You ever look at a neighborhood and be like, she ain't got no business being around here? For what? That's why that's why when you hear that's why when you hear dudes tell the story of when they when they date when they date a girl from the hood, they tell her to meet, they tell her to meet him outside. They're not walking to her apartment complex building. It's or it's like, because guess what? It's probably dudes sitting on steps, dudes sitting in the hallway. Yeah. He ain't taking that risk. He like, well, I'm not I'm not walking you up. Cause then again, I'm like, man, you probably know all them dudes downstairs. And guess what? She probably, she probably, now nah, I know all them, they cool, they cool. They don't give a fuck whether they know you or not. You ass will still get robbed with the quickness. You still get your ass beat up with the quickness. So that's why I keep trying to tell you, like, look, man, white people, y'all understand. <laughs> as, as black people, we move a certain way. Sure. I'm not a violent person. But one thing about it is you're not gonna walk on my, you're not gonna walk. To a, and one on my in my block, my neighborhood, and start fighting black people, thinking like we both just be like, damn, well, they white. We go and step back. Like a group, if a group of white people came to a black person block and started problems, I'm gonna sit there and be like, hey, look, y'all, I wouldn't do that if, because again, I'm OG status now. I'm not gonna be pop off when you first, but just understand, I'm be like, hey, I wouldn't be around here doing that for, if I was y'all. I'm just saying, I'm trying to give you, a, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you first. Like, hey, look, I will y'all, we ain't be doing that around here, man. Them youngest get wild around this jump. Man, we don't care. We're like, all right. <laughs> the youngest get a phone. That, that, that's how it always happened, man. <laughs> like, you got the OGs who be like, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all new here? All right. Yeah. Make sure you watch out for that area. Hey, we go where we want. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Don't say I give you a fair warning. All right. Welcome they, to the hood. They, 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 bust, they bust shots like it's nothing over there. So. Well, little Kim say you in the hood now, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even when uh 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 uh, I mean I, I seen the video. This was probably after King Von died. Yeah. And the security guard that was patrolling O Block, he like it was it was a group of white people. They said we just want. He said he said oh we are y'all we are. He said just he said oh just don't walk down there. He's giving y'all a heads up. He said, yeah, you might see this on a rap video thing. Oh, we yeah, King Bong. He said, fam, do not walk down there. He gave y'all a warning. So if you decide to walk down there, some shit happened to you. He, he was like, don't say I ain't warned you. I told you don't walk down there. Don't walk down there. You walk, you walk into all these project buildings. They're like, don't walk. You're like, don't walk over there. I'm telling you that because I know from experience. <laughs> People be telling me like, fam, I live around here. I know how grimy they are around the corner. Do not walk down, do not walk that way. Okay? You ain't from around here, you ain't with nobody they know. Do not walk down at the end of the block. Okay? I'm trying to tell you, man, what they gonna do to me? You got a soldier? You got a soldier? Now I'm just going on. You know, I, I just tell, you know, white people, you know, if you think you gotta get through, if you think you're gonna get through the world in that type of way. You got to get on code, man. You got to get on code. Like everybody else, you know, black people, Latino people, Asian people, they on code. You know, they know when when they in the hood, they know what's up, right? And they act accordingly. But y'all, y'all just be, you know. They move freely. Man, they they in Wonderland. They just like, all right, you know, I, I'm new here, so I, I could do what I want. And it's like, nah, man. Like, we try to let you know, hey, man, stay away from here. You can do there. You know, I ain't saying you can't live it. I'm just saying you got to play by the rules, you know, for your safety. 
for your for your safety. For your safety. We yeah. be trying to watch out for y'all, but like, hey, right. your safety. Right, and they still just be out about. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, hate to see it. So not only do not only we would do that with white, we do that for ourselves. Hey, y'all come around here. Hey, don't go. Hey, hey, don't go. Don't go up at the top of the hill, bro. Right. <laughs> we tell each other, hey, don't go up at the top of the hill, bro. You don't know nobody, man. Right. I be like, bro, like you know, it, people who move next door, you know. Maybe the new person in your apartment building, like you from around here. All right, watch out for uh, door E. Watch out for door E. It, the people who live there, you know, they shady, but you'll be all right other than that. Try to yeah. look out for people. And that's what I say, too. Yeah, and again, even with apartment complex, you might live next to, like, you might live in an apartment complex. It's always loud. It's like, it's like three or eight, nine cars driving yeah. by. You know, or like your neighbor next door, they always playing loud. You'd be like, I'm like, hey, you just moved in? Hey, I'm going to just give you a heads up. People upstairs and apartment F, yo, they, they, yo, they be having people running in and out of this joint. So right. you hear loud music, like, I mean, I would go up there not politely and tell them to keep it down, but don't go up there and try to be on no, no, Boom, boom, boom. No, no, no. Don't do that. Right. You, you're going to cause problems, yo. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, too, like, even my mom probably comes. Them dudes, them dudes moved out, but I'm like, I'm pulling up to work. I'm seeing about four dudes sitting on the steps. I'm just like, fam, when did this turn into the project, bro? Right. Them dudes outside, hey, what's up, big homie? I'm just like, hey, what, what's up? What the fuck? What the fuck? Hey. I said, when this turned to the project, though, I said, why y'all got four dudes sitting on, on the steps? I'm like, bro, like, what, 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 what? I said, this ain't that type of apartment complex. Right. Like, That's how you got to move. You know, you got to be able to move through, you know. I mean, you could get through certain places without getting jumped. Just, you know, when somebody speak to you, you're like, yo, what's up, homie? Yeah, cool, man. Cool. 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 That's it. Cool. Cool. Man. Eventually, it'll be one person out of the group. Nah, he around here all the time, bro. He cool. Nah, he lives in the building. He's straight. All right. Cool. When, when, when they get like 20 dudes on the steps, they're like, hey, what's up, bro? All you need is that one person that say, what's up? Everybody else, they're like, all right, he know him. Hey, oh, no, nah, bro. He lives in the building. He's straight. They're like, all right, all right, cool. You got two other people. All right, what's up, cuz? <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. I know we're friends. What the hell? Because the funny story with them dudes, and I don't know where they're yet, though. You know, I, I wish them the best, but I think a situation happened upstairs and like literally. Something happened and literally all you heard was everybody just do, 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 down the steps and got in the car and dipped. I was like, bro, something just happened in the apartment com in the park in the apartment unit. I was like, bro, what all you heard then the police showed up. I said, bro, I said this why you this you can't take black people everywhere, boy. I said, I said this I said this is it right here, man. But yeah, white people, man, listen. Y'all know, y'all know not to go in certain neighborhoods. Just like for us, we know a code. When you go around certain neighborhoods, especially super white neighborhoods, you act accordingly. Because you will get your ass locked up. Why do you think I don't just be around parts of D.C.? The super white side of D.C.? I don't be around there. You don't belong around there. You go to places like Montgomery County in the DMV. The Montgomery County is nothing but wealth. Where you get your ass locked up. Prime example too, and if, if, if Eric got anything else to say, why you think most of most why you think most of black people we don't we don't go to we just don't be hanging out in Virginia, because Virginia cops are grimy as hell. You can't even you can't even jaywalk without going to court in Virginia. That's how much they be ready to be like, hey, did you just uh you you forgot to click your blinkers on? Oh, in yeah, my bad. You got to appear in court to tell, like, I got to appear in court. Well, just give me a ticket, goddamn. No, you got to go to the district court. Nigga, for, because I forgot the term. <sighs> Niggas be like, ah. <laughs> That's what I said. So we know the code. We know we know how to move certain places. Yeah. So as white people, you guys have to know to move certain places, certain areas. You know what I mean? You If you're in a black neighborhood, man, just keep going. Don't even stop. Don't roll your windows down and argue. If somebody talking trash, don't even argue with them. Keep that shit going. Don't even say nothing to them. Because even we don't do that. Yeah. We, we ain't arguing. Man, F you. F you. Nah, see me. We, like, 
I know we do it all the time. And you know what I mean? Problems that no white people, especially y'all, don't do that. Yeah. Cause you don't want to cause problems in no black neighborhood. Yeah, and you already know the history, man. <laughs> y'all don't want to cause no problems. Y'all already know the history, but take it from us, you know, the way you get through life, you do two things. And it's a man, a wise man, known as The Rock once said, you know your role and you shut your mouth. And that will get you through any situation. Without further ado, you got anything else you want to tell the people before we head up out of here? Nope. Hey, man, lift every chair and swing, man. Y'all be safe out there. Learn to duck. It's your boy Aaron from the study. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Get a chance. It's yours, Charlie. Follow me down the channel. And we are out of here. Peace. ECW. ECW. ECW.